for the young people of this world. These are the impressions that remain after a life spent in search of the truth. If they provide even the slightest measure of inspiration or guidance to a single one of you along the path toward finding purpose and fulfillment, my efforts will not have been in vain. The future of humanity is in your hands. This is the Entity Podcast. Since birth, you've been creating a world that is uniquely yours as it emerges in each moment from the mystery which connects all things. Consider each of our individual lives as separate waves that have become apparent on the surface of a vast ocean, or as tiny droplets of water separated atop the falls from a mighty river, only to be reunited with its wholeness from whence you came at the end of the journey. Woefully inadequate to describe the true nature of all existence, these kinds of metaphors are sometimes helpful to begin to gain an insight into what is common among all of us. That is to say, to begin opening the doors of your mind to the possibility of seeing the world and your place in it with a broader view one which includes the possibility that underneath all of our differences, the foundation of our being is one and the same. I propose that each of the founders of our great religions experienced just such an insight. These types of people have been called by many names, prophet, teacher, mystic, guru, saint, and that their particular interpretations of that experience were largely determined by the cultural and historical context within which each lived. Therefore, all of the different religions may be regarded as merely different ways of describing the same fundamental thing. Naturally, as they attempted to share their new vision with those around them, they would have communicated it in a way that resonated with each of them and their prospective audience. Who knows the state of mind of Moses or Elijah that produced visions of a burning bush or chariot? Having a revelation just means experiencing something 
that changes the way you see the world. The starker one's experience of insight, the more changed they will be after, and the more passionate they will be about sharing the new vision with others. But these various teachings are attempts to describe something incomprehensible. Attempts to describe a wholly subjective experience using labels that refer to the abstract concepts we use to communicate, of which our language consists. They were all doomed to become obsolete from the start. What began as a fresh and animated new experience-based worldview, over time, has the tendency to become nothing but a tired and dead rehashing of some rigid old dogma. Jesus was a Jew who probably never intended to start a new religion. And there seems to have been some question as to who was actually his biological father. So, for one who might have been perceived as a bastard living in a patriarchal society, interpreting the creative force behind all things as his heavenly father would have been a very powerful metaphor. The Buddha was raised in Hindu culture as part of a royal family. The concept of karma was a commonly held belief and individual seekers of religious truth were patronized by the masses. Upon gaining his insight, it makes perfect sense that he might have declared, I am the highest in the world. I am foremost in this world. This is the last birth. There is no further becoming here thereby placing emphasis on the subjective individual nature of his own realization. And the same sort of thing is true for every significant religious figure in history. Of course the Prophet Muhammad would have interpreted his insight through the lens of Arab culture and incorporated similar teachings from the past within his own doctrine. The point is, what was once an ancient person's insight into our oneness has become the means to divide us in the present. I use the phrase, 
the true self, spelled with a capital S, as a generic term, referring to the unknowable mystery which is the source of everything, rather than the more popular I and thou paradigm. To express the concept in a way that emphasizes the individual experience of being in the world and that the fabric of the universe runs through all of us the same. But Allah works just as well. God is the most commonly used term in Western culture. The Great Spirit, Universal Consciousness, One Mind, Emptiness, Dharma, The Void. It doesn't matter what you call it, because it is not that thing. In the Hebrew tradition, the actual word used for God's name cannot be spoken aloud. So when reading a passage of scripture that uses it, they simply say the name. That is excellent. Call it whatever you want. It doesn't matter. But find it within yourself. If the practice of your religion does not instill in you the conviction that all men and women are created equally, you're doing it wrong. And if all of us are created equally, I would propose that the common source of our being, which is always there, and which we all have the innate ability to recognize within ourselves, should be considered the basis for that equality. This basis is that which I refer to as the self. God must be found within each of us equally or not at all.